Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Everything is Black and White podcast brought to you by Chronicle Live and sponsored by Hodgson Motor Group bringing you the latest insight into everything to do with Newcastle United. Find us on iTunes, Spotify or most podcast providers. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Musgrove, and joined by football editor Mark Douglas. In what is unprecedented times, uh, the Premier League has been suspended until at least April the 3rd, which means Newcastle's games against Sheffield United and the FA Cup clash against Manchester City are for now postponed. Mark, it's been a weird kind of 24 hours because last night, um, probably just before a lot of people went to bed, it was on, Newcastle playing Sheffield United, then Mikel Arteta tested positive for coronavirus and everything seemed to shift up a gear. And then, what was it, 11 o'clock this morning, it was called off until April the 3rd. Yeah, I think the only decision really that the Premier League could make, I think a lot of people were feeling very uneasy about the idea of being uh, being at the match tomorrow um, with, with everything that's going on. It's felt like the last week, um, the, the feeling of urgency and the feeling of sort of you know, I, I wouldn't say panic, but there's certainly been more anxiety around the situation and, and how it's and how it's going to pan out. And I think football has to to sort of take its rightful place uh, when t- in times of national emergency. I think it's probably the right decision. It, it raises and and look, I you know, I know it's not the most important thing, but it raises a lot of questions for football now because there's not a lot of space in the football calendar um, to to get these games on. You know, a lot of questions about will players be right by the time football resumes in three weeks will there be a chance to play it if the peak of this virus epidemic is is not for a few weeks so a lot of questions um to which nobody really at the moment has the answers and it's going to be uh you know it's going to be a strange three or four weeks now without any football you've right i broke the story this morning that the, the players have been given kind of independent training plans you assume to do at home in their various gyms and what have you with the training ground being closed but like you say there, it's, there's a question of their fitness when football does come back. If football comes back this season, because as you mentioned there, the peak isn't predicted until at least May. Yeah, and I think the problem, the problem will be that do you ask then the players to play a truncated fixture list like they did at, the, at the Christmas? And will some players whose contracts are maybe coming up at the end of the season, will they want to play in those games because the risk of getting injured... What will happen to players who's, if the season elongates past May? I mean, you've got two extra fixtures to potentially put in in midweek. Um, I think you could probably do that if this is the limit of the problem. But by all in by all accounts, it's not going to be, is it? It's gonna. This is going to be something that's going to be with us for months and months and months. In which case, is it right for football uh, for football players and the fans to be asked to come back and start and start up again? a point like you said where we're not even won't even be at the peak of it but there'll be potentially thousands of people in the community with this bug um it's it's a real i mean it's unprecedented totally and utterly unprecedented i think all newcastle united can do all newcastle united fans can do is just sit and wait i think newcastle have got a great medical team that's the one thing i would say about them you know they are 
they are they do have spent a lot of money on uh, va- you know illness prevention you know they, they've been lucky today i think that they've not um they've not got anybody with symptoms which is great because other premier league teams have um but they've been kind of a little bit ahead of the game they were the first club to um release advice i think the other the other day as well they they were one of the first to sort of announce that they were going to stop handshakes as well so i know that the medical team down there are are pretty good so we just got to hope that, that everybody's everybody's safe, everybody stays well, and and we'll just see what happens in the next few weeks. But a lot of questions, you know, and a lot of people will be massively disappointed about the FA Cup game being off next week because that is a kind of once in a 10, 12 years for Newcastle, isn't it? Seven o'clock kickoff that was going to be, which was going to be very special. Um, we're going to hear from a Norwegian Newcastle United fan who's travelled over um, for the Sheffield United game. He spoke to me earlier about uh, the news, obviously, that the game had been cancelled and his views on it. This is Odin Halskal, uh, let's say, from Norway. So my name is uh, Odin Hegeskal. I come from Norway. I used to be like the leader of uh, the Tsunami Norway group. And you've come over for Newcastle United versus... Sheffield United, which has now been postponed because of coronavirus. Um, you came over earlier in the week. First of all, just give me your initial reaction to the statement and the, and the news that all Premier League games have been cancelled until April the 3rd. Of course, I was uh, hanging on to the hope that it, it would be played uh, after all, since it seemed like that on, on uh, Thursday night. But then uh, when the news came this morning, it's quite kind of expected, but at the same time... Uh, bit devastating to actually get the confirmation that it's uh, it's all off so you've had what the last three days kind of just waiting to see and just explain what it's been like just kind of checking your phone i imagine and just waiting for that alert to come up and say like yeah it, the game's off yeah I had, obviously i had all of these like news flashes on after the last couple of days i was going to the to a reserve team game tonight as well but uh, that's off uh, it seems uh, also now so it'll be going home without any any football this time and uh, all of the expectations and the build up this would be an important game obviously because I think we still need some points to manage to be secure but uh, be... I imagine it was kind of a a strange hour last night when it was announced that the games were definitely on and then Arteta, Michael Arteta of Arsenal positive, uh, tested positive for coronavirus then you got the statement which said emergency meeting today which was Friday just explain that kind of feeling you had last night from going from oh great the game's on Michael Arteta has now tested positive yeah last night was uh, basically a re- real good night because I've been kind of nervous uh, basically a whole week because it's been a lot of going back and forth to to uh, if the game was going on or not but then last night it seemed so definitely that they would kind of wait till next week with any cancellations and stuff so it would uh, I was really calm last night but then uh, woke up this morning and the first thing I read was about uh, Arteta and uh, and from that point it just went downhill I guess uh, to put it in perspective obviously football is very important you've come all the way from Norway to, to watch Newcastle I'm um, but, I mean, this is the right measure, isn't it? You know, the government had to, or the Premier League, rather, had to make the move to postpone football for the foreseeable or till April the 3rd, at least. Yeah, I think it's definitely the right uh, decision to do. I mean, uh, Norway has been uh, a bit further ahead with uh, with their quarantine and, and their, uh, uh, like, sports arrangements has been called off uh, for the last uh, week, uh, even big ones. So uh, I think it's definitely the right thing to do. And... 
mean, what can you do? You can just respect the whole uh, whole situation, and uh, and hopefully it will be be over by first of April, so we can continue to finish the league. From your perspective, I mean, you go back to Norway on on Sunday, and you're going to have to go straight into self quarantine with the the laws that have been passed recently by your your government. So that's another thing on your mind that you, know, you are actually going to be kind of personally affected by your own government's measures as well. Yeah, to me, it's straight to a two-week uh, quarantine, working from home. Uh, so it'll be it'll be a very strange situation for me. I guess it's uh, I'll respect it, of course, but it's it, it's something completely different. Never experienced anything like it uh, earlier. So. Uh, what can you do? You just have to follow the instructions, and uh, and as I say, hopefully it will be be over quite soon. So just tell me then a little bit about how you came to support Newcastle United and why um, why it's your club. I guess like many of, of my generation, it started in the mid '90s with uh, like Andy Cole, Asprilia, Alan Shearer, the whole uh, entertainers, and uh, and uh, then just moved on. I just kind of stuck with it you never change your team do you so uh, so it's been uh, a bumpy ride but it's been uh, some very nice moments as well uh, ended up uh, as uh, a leader of the of the Norwegian supporters club for four years as well and uh, so I'm really really committed to to the club and to the supporters and it's been uh, it's been nice I get to know a lot of people here when I come come over and it's been uh, just great really now, aside from not seeing any football, you have had the chance to go around the city. I know you were in the Strawberry yesterday for a quick pint. Minus the bad news that it's been called off, you've still had a, a nice time in our, in our great city, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. I love coming here. It's it's really nice. I just, I've been here so many times that I know my way around the town and uh, and uh, know which which pubs to go to. So it's uh, just the atmosphere and being here as a, as a tourist and trying to do all the local stuff. It's uh, It's really nice. So I'm joined here by uh, another Newcastle United supporter, one a little bit closer to home, part of the War Flags group, um, Anthony Armstrong, still goes to all the games. We've been in discussions about War Flags for, for many weeks uh, regarding the FA Cup uh, tie against Man City, which is no longer going ahead, so puts uh, that decision um, to bed. But right decision for you to postpone um, you know, the Premier League and the FA Cup, because obviously you would have been going to those games and is someone who, you know, as a fan who would be into the stands, uh, the right decision? Yeah, definitely. So, um, up between me and, uh, and the little one, so I've been taking him to home games this season. Uh, we're gutted about the football, but definitely the right measures from a, a, a government or Premier League perspective, just to, just to stop the spread, basically. You've seen Adam on his phone checking and waiting for the for the news to come through. What's he been like the last 24 hours, 48 hours, waiting for some sort of confirmation? Yeah, he's just never spoke to us, to be honest. So we've just been sitting there, like <laughs> he's just been looking at his phone. I've been looking at my phone. So we've been a bit, uh, bit ignorant with each other over the last, uh, uh, the last 24 hours. But yeah, uh, obviously he's travelled a long way. Um, looking forward to the game. I was hoping for a half decent atmosphere, which hasn't hasn't been the case at many games this season. But um, but yeah, a bit, a bit gutted for him not to not to see it. But uh, he said, gladly he's had a, a decent time around the city. Fantastic, and um, just give me your kind of uh, judgment on how Newcastle season's gone so far, how you think Steve Bruce has done, and just your general, uh, yeah, verdict on the season, which hopefully will continue in a in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, it's been a, a bumper ride, hasn't it? It's uh, been a, a bit of ups and uh, a lot of downs. I think we've obviously performed very good against some of the top teams, and then awful against some of the bottom teams. But it's been uh, overall. Uh, 
less than mediocre season I think I'm looking forward to seeing if we can uh, do good this transfer window and kind of take the step a bit up again uh, still as I said I think we need a couple of more points to be to be safe so it'll be interesting to see how the how the rest of the season turns out but uh, I think Steve Bruce is uh, Got a lot of uh, criticism at the beginning of the season. Some of it deserved. I think he's uh, doing quite a good job on the on the man management part, but lacking a bit on the tactical side, of course. But uh, we'll see how how long it lasts. What's the view finally just of Newcastle in Norway? Is there a big following over there of Magpies? Uh, not a lot of uh, young ones uh, coming up, but uh, I think my generation and uh, and the. Uh, all older ones are, are still remembering the the good times when it was uh, when it was uh, mid 90s and uh, and even before that when uh, when uh, we still were were doing the, quite good um, so we we are around uh, 500 members at the supporters club but uh, a lot more that follows the team and uh, follows us as a supporters club as well fantastic well safe journey back now uh, thank you very much for uh, popping on the everything is back my podcast so there, you can understand his... Uh, he's not frustrated, he understands why it's been called off. Um, and I suppose he's like many Newcastle United fans. They wanted to see a game of football, but they understand the health of the general population is obviously much more important. Yeah, I mean, what's, what's interesting is that, that when the Premier League announced it, they were going to play the game. They, they're going in line with what the government at the moment are telling them about the risk to people of being in very big gatherings, which is sort of contradictory to what other governments are saying, but it seemed that the tipping point was the players themselves being at risk, um, which I'm a little bit uneasy with, to be perfectly honest, because, you know, should it, is it not the general public? Are they not as important as the, as the, as the players themselves? Um, but I think the problem is for us as football journalists, we can be experts on the football, but in terms of things like this, you know, I'm probably like you, just sitting and waiting and watching. And there's been so many people, so much noise around. Are they doing the right thing? Who's influencing this, that and the other? I, I really do think that we just need to, you know, I know social media encourages everybody to have an opinion. But I think at this point, really, sometimes it's just best to just listen to the experts at the moment. We've got to trust the people who presumably know what they're doing. Um, and if it's not the right information, then, you know, in time... That'll 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 happen, and but I don't know. You know, I, I think we're all in the same same boat of just having to follow the advice we've got. So, would we have felt uneasy about going to the match yesterday? Yeah, obviously we would. I think I think a lot of people would have, um, but it's been taken out of our hands now, and we just sit on our, you know, sit in front of the TV. But I mean, we we just had a meeting there about what we're going to do for the next four weeks. I think, and and what I, what I think is going to be interesting is I'd like to know what the supporters would like to read in the next four weeks because we've now got a kind of kind of unprecedented pause in the football season in the, mid, in the middle of the middle of the campaign so if anybody out there has things that they'd like us to follow up you know issues that maybe haven't been discussed in so much detail then you know please get in touch with us because this is going to be uh, you know a chance for us maybe to uncover some issues or to talk talk about things that maybe don't get talked about during the season um, and get lost a little bit in the um, in, in, the, in the flurry of matches so there's an opportunity there if, if people would like to get in touch to, to suggest what we should be talking about but um, let's hope that it's not as bad as we think it might be and that football will be back on in a few uh, few weeks time Fingers crossed you can contact Mark over Twitter or uh, email for the moment this has been Everything is Black and White Podcast thank you very much for listening